So, welcome back to another episode of my podcast. Here, I got with me is my co-host, Derek. Say what's up to the people, man. What's up, everyone? So, a week ago, we made our first podcast, and here we are again, a week later. Um, so, this week, we got some pretty interesting trailers we want to talk about that we saw, because GamesCon happened this week, and um, we also saw that new Rainbow Six Siege operators have been released. Well, will be released in sometime September. So, there, yeah, I know you want to talk about that. You want to take that away, please? Uh, yes, I will. Um, unfortunately, I haven't been too hot on the Siege train because lately I've been playing with some of our other friends on Rank Siege, and uh, there was a match we played where uh, Montaigne literally stalled the game for half an hour. Oh, gosh. And, oh, God, it killed everyone's mood. Some. Some of us uh, uninstalled the game. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, but where where was I at? <laughs> you were probably at work, but uh, yeah, it was that was oh my god! Be glad you weren't there, bro, because you you would have been heated too. Oh, but uh, anyways, that aside, I think the two new operators look really cool. I believe they're called Maverick and uh, Clash. So, overall, did you watch the trailers about them? Do you, or do you want me to go into some detail about them? How I think they'll play out? Um, yeah, I watched the trailer about them. I saw that um, the defender has a shield. The first operator with the shield, which is dope. And mm-hmm. the attacker has like um, we have another breacher basically, a breacher where Thermite and Hibonic can, like make big holes. This one's mm-hmm. kind of like more like has like a some kind mm-hmm. of flamethrower that could breach through walls and can make like. Peepholes uh, or something. Mm-hmm. Peepholes. And, uh, yeah, I think that'll be really good. The thing that makes it uh, good is, I noticed from the trailers, is he has a lot of, you know, ammo with it. But uh, I, don't th- I think it will take some time for people to get used to him. But uh, I think it'll be really good because if your team has good aim, you can make good use of those peepholes. And it'll be hard for basically the defenders to react in time to someone making a quick little peek hole and then shooting someone. Oh, yeah. I also thought that, um, I guess it's very quiet, too, like, so... Yeah, it's, it's, it's well. really hard to hear. Mm-hmm. So you could, like, sneak up on them, you know. But it does leave you vulnerable. I saw that in the trailer. It could leave you vulnerable. Um, mm-hmm. but oh, defenders... But... Oh, but let, let, let mm-hmm. me add in one thing real quick is they're also reworking a Hereford base and yeah. I think it looks way better now because I don't know if you know this overall but Hereford base it was no matter where you spawned you could uh-huh. easily get spawn killed yeah just easily and so and then the map itself it was kind of it was kind of stale in design it was just all four basic levels you know there wasn't really any like secret or you know alternate flank routes is it's kind of one of the more basic maps, so it looks like they reworked it, and it looks a lot better. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't. I just saw the two operators, but um, I don't know. I I love to play Siege when I do get a chance and when I help on to play with my homies. Um, but uh, I'm excited to see these two how they play out. The defender, man, she looks like she could be really good. Yeah, she looks really good yeah, too. She, uh, yeah. she's going to be obnoxious as hell. I could already see it now, like a Clash and a Montaigne, just, you know, just both shielded up and then <laughs> stall in the game for about an hour. And if that happens, I'm just going to, I don't care if it's ranked or whatever, I'm leaving. I'm not going to sit around. I did that once. I'm not doing it again. But, um, yeah, I would do the same. Uh, she's kind of like, almost like a defensive Montaigne where, uh, you know, you can, uh, basically, uh, keep them occupied and, uh, you know, basically tell them, hey, they're over here, uh, and then you can shock them, and, uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be really good. But one difference between her and Montaigne is if you won't run up to her and melee the, the, uh, the shield, uh, she'll put it down and you can shoot her at her, at her uh, legs or below. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. I, was about, I was actually about to mention that. Because in the trailer, I saw that they were milling, they melee her, and she was vulnerable from her waist down. Mm-hmm. And a second, I saw that Dasher is actually a really good uh, counter pick because yeah. she just throws the uh, EMPs and and bam. she can't use her little shock thing. Yep, and same with Capital, he's a counter too because he could just shoot his arrows and pretty much burns up. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's not completely invincible, but she's still good. Mm-hmm. A good addition to the, the defense. I think uh, how the meta will play out with her is similar to how Montaigne is. Because Montaigne, like, the the more... Like, if you have all five uh, people alive and you attack the objective room, like, Montaigne is really, really good. Uh, so the more people that are alive, the better he is. If he's the last one alive, he's it's it's not going to be a fun time for him. I I agree. Mm-hmm. But, um... I don't know. I, I like Rainbow Six Siege because... This game came out like 2016, and it's 2018 now, and the game is still going strong. Like Ubisoft has done a very good job in supporting the game and the community for it. Um, game is really stupid sometimes and really buggy, but I when uh, when I uh, when we're all together and we're all being tactical and we and we win, it's it's fun. It's fun. Oh yeah. You know, so, you know, check that out. September, two new operators. Mm, Maverick be fun. and Clash. I'm going to use Maverick a lot more. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to jump on and update my Siege when they come out. Mm-hmm. So, Gamescom happened this this week, and they've, they've announced a bunch of games. I'm not going to go over all of them. I just picked out ones I find the most interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Overall, first... is game is GamesCon just kind of like Comic Con, just but for games, right? Yeah, that's what it is. I know, I just know that every year they developers go there and release like new gameplay footage and stuff like that. Honestly, mm-hmm. I never i I don't go any deeper than that. I don't know whether if it's more than that. But uh, too, <laughs> I played the first one. Um, I personally enjoyed it a lot. Like if you enjoy a story with like good character development it has like a butterfly effect to it too i won't spoil too much of it because you know most people haven't played it yet it's a really fun game you know like mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a it's a unique take on the basically like the walking dead which we'll get to later is kind of similar to it but life is strange takes its own unique twist on that sort of genre yeah basically the about this girl max for season one um she has like these, this uh, this time technique, like where she could go back in time to a certain point and redo what happens. And there's a there's always a consequence for her doing that. And it's just about that girl and that power that she has. And at the end, it comes down to two choices. I hate that, but um, it was still a good story. You know, it kept it kept me interesting interested long enough for me to wait each episode out and play it. Um, uh, this one here looks like it's about to be about two kids who ran away from home, I believe, because someone got shot from what I'm from, from what I saw. Um, there, what do you think about the trailer? Uh, it looked interesting. I think it was kind of going to be kind of similar to the first season, but uh, like I said, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they'll it'll be a different like power like this time around. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The, the dynamics between the two main characters will be a little different because and the uh, aren't they brothers, right? Yeah, they're brothers, definitely. Okay, yeah. See, that'll be different because in the first first one, you know, they were best friends. And so, and then this one, the brothers. And so, yeah, yeah. That, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. I hope there's, like, some kind of special trait that these brothers have. Like, Max had, like, the time travel. Because, you know, that's what, that's what made it different from other choice games, base games. You know, this one just had that little twist I just found interesting. You know, if you really like the butterfly effect, I'd say you should pick up Life is Strange. It's a really good story. Um, it's probably really cheap now, too. Oh, yeah. The first episode is free, I believe, so you could download that. And the second trailer that I found interesting was um, Battlefield Five. The gameplay looks pretty fun, like any other Battlefield game, but mm-hmm. I know that there's been a lot of flack on EA recently because of this. Uh, I don't know if you heard, Derek, but um, I guess because a female is in World War, people are, are like, trashing this game. I, I don't know. Me, personally, I don't play video games for a complete ad- 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 adaptation of uh, history, you know? Like, I don't mm-hmm. care because, you know, it's just a video game at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, like there has to be, like people, people. I understand where you come from. Like people want realism, 
but at the same time, you got you got to have some like game elements to them, like what's it called? Uh, like for PUBG, you know, a game I've been playing a lot recently. Like, there's a, a tactical sock attachment. It goes on the M4 and the Vector, uh, but like there, it's interchangeable. It doesn't, you know, look any different between them. It's like. In real life, you know, there would be a tactical stock for the M4 and for the Vector. And so people just got to, yeah, it's all right to have realism, but it's a game. It's not supposed to be 100% realistic. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I think people are taking it too far. Cause it's, um, yeah. I probably will pick it up, maybe. I don't know. Because uh, a lot of Battlefield I picked up, I had fun, but, like, I stopped playing it after two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That's the it, problem it, with some of these it's, games. It's not like, say, Call of Duty, where you can just, I just say, a long day at work. I just want to play a couple games before I go to bed. Battlefield, you got you got to play with friends. It's so much better yeah, yeah. with friends. Exactly. Um, but no, I think uh, these social justice words need to chill the fuck out because I don't think it matters whether a female is in mm-hmm. world world at war. I don't think it's the, S- the SJWs. I think it's just people complaining because. You know, they people like to complain. People like to complain about everything. The one that's thing that's true. gonna dis- disappoint me about uh, uh, Battlefield, though, is however you know this is gonna happen. It's it's just not gonna do as well as Call of Duty. Oh like, yeah, I'm, um, I, I'm hoping it does better because they're going World War Two now. It looks like so much fun. I can't wait to use all the weapons. And... I actually saw something there. Um, sorry mm-hmm. for cutting you off, but like. Battlefield, um, it's actually doing worse than. I know. Pre-sale wise, because um, I saw the pre-orders and the Call of Duty's ahead. People are speculating because it's going to be released in the same month as Call of Duty and Red Dead Redemption. But then again, people are also saying that EA is not doing a good job advertising it. And I also heard that EA made a comment the other day saying. If you have a problem with females being in this game, don't buy it. So I guess people are literally taking a comment serious. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, marketing is a, is huge to game success. This is this is gonna kind of go off on a tangent, but it's similar to Battlefield and Call of Duty. So last year, uh, a game of series I I just recently got into is called Marvel Marvel versus Capcom. They released Marvel vs. Yeah. Capcom Infinite. And when it first was announced, everyone was so excited. They're like, Marvel is like back and stuff. Then as time got on, went on, the marketing you know, choices the developers made uh, weren't the best. And they basically said the characters were functions. I don't know if you saw that, Alvaro. But they, they basically said... Yeah, I don't think I did. Uh, they basically said people like to use characters because they play a certain way. It's like, no... I like to play Captain America because he's badass and he gets to use a shield. And I like to play Dante because he's one of the coolest video game characters ever. I don't like to play these guys because, mm-hmm. oh, uh, Captain America has an invincible DP. It's like, no, that's not why I play him. Then as the game, time went more on and on. People were like, oh, man, the graphics for him, blah, blah, Then right, right before, I'm going to say about, a, I think, a month or sometime before... Uh, or sometime after Marvel's Capcom Infinite was announced, they announced Dragon Ball Fighters, and they oh yeah <laughs> they this was no accident. I think Arc System knew they uh, if they announced the game after Marvel's Capcom Infinite and after the kind of the marketing decisions of Capcom were questionable, they released that and people were like, "Whoa, look at this! It's Dragon Ball. It's three v three. This is like this is the Marvel we wanted." They did that on purpose, and that's why. And, you know, after the both games came out, uh, it, both of the games have their stupid things about them. But the reason why Dragon Ball is more successful is because they're uh, respectful to the source material. The game looks like the show, and there's a lot of... Oh, yeah. It's easy for pick up for beginners, and there's a lot of depths for... Uh, there's a lot of depth for experts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dragon Ball Z Fighters definitely shitted on Marvel versus Capcom last year, and it, which is kind of sad. And it sucks too because, it, at the core base, Marvel's Capcom Infinite, Infinite is a fun game to play. I had lots of fun playing it, but you know, I hate to say this, but gameplay is, does not alone does not make a great game. Oh yeah, 
Definitely, I agree. But um, um, back to Battlefield versus big... Call of Duty, I think I'm definitely going to get Battlefield so I can play with everyone. Yeah, me too. I'll probably pick it up. Because um, Red Dead Redemption is coming around the corner too, so if I... Okay, there, I'm going to ask you a question here. <laughs> Call of Duty, Battlefield 5, Red Dead Redemption, you have to choose one. Which game would you pick up in October? Because, you know, October, <laughs> so many games released. Which one will you choose? Well, I'll tell you which one I won't be picking up is Call of Duty. Uh, that, that series after, I'm going to say, Black Ops 2 just fell off the map completely. I agree. Um, but that's a topic for another day. <laughs> well, it depends on... I think I want to put a lot more hours into both of them. But see, I would kind of want to play Red Dead more because I wouldn't have to wait for everyone to get online for Battlefield. I could just play Red Dead whenever I want. So if, I, if I had to pick one... Out of those three, I would probably pick Red Dead Redemption. That's just me. True. Same here, I agree. Red Dead Redemption looks like a fun game. I can't wait for that game. One of my most anticipated games. But, um, yeah, Battlefield Five. It, it was it was cool. The next trailer I saw, um, which I kind of don't want to talk about no more, but I want to say what you thought of it. Sicario's Shadows Die Twice. What did you think of it? You know, when I first saw the trailer, I was like, I... Like, what kind of game is this supposed to be? Is it supposed to be kind of like a like a hack and slash, like Devil May Cry and God of War? I kind of saw, like, Dark Souls and God of War together, in a way. Uh-huh. But uh, the reason why I was like, you know what, um, I'll give this game the benefit of the doubt, was because Xbox said it would be an exclusive game at E3, and then, like, the other day I saw, oh, it's, com- it's coming to PS4 a year later. I'm like, well, then I don't want to play this game. Everyone else is getting it. <laughs> and I'm, I know I sound stubborn as hell, but, like, Xbox, come on now. You need exclusive. Y'all should have just copped this game and just, I don't know, do something about it. Because um, PlayStation is killing you on exclusives, and yeah. you guys just need them badly. So, I don't know. Sicario Shadows Die Twice. Um, it's coming out March 22nd. Um, it looks like a fun game for people who like Dark Souls and yeah. other games like that. So if you are looking forward to like, if you if you like gameplay like just like Dark Souls and games like that, you you should pick this game up because mm-hmm. it definitely I, looks like I, I for the hardcore. I don't know a whole lot about the game, so I don't know uh, if I'll pick it up myself. But if yeah, it looks interesting either. enough, maybe I'll I'll try it out, and if it's good, I'll I'll, I'll copy it. But I know yeah. the next game we have up. Oh, do you want to talk more about it? Nah. The next game we have is called Metro Exodus, but uh, that game looks dope. <laughs> is it? I haven't played any Metro games, but I might have to start playing them. Okay, I I didn't play Metro. I believe it's twenty thirty three, but I did play Metro Last Light, and yeah. that was honestly one of the best games I've played in the last few years. I mean, the atmosphere in that game, uh, the gorgeous environments, you know, the the feeling of you know. Humanity has basically gone off the deep end. The kind of the post-apocalyptic. I think it has a po- better post-apocalyptic uh, setting than Fallout. Than Fallout. Yeah. I yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I know. Is it? Doesn't it take place in Russia? It does. And, yeah. Uh, see, that's badass. Uh-huh. And then the weapons, you know, were so unique, and you know, just the environments, and you get a wide assortment of different enemies you fight humans you fight like these spider things you fight like these like miniature dinosaur looking creatures and you fight some like bird creatures oh, it, it it was just amazing yeah there's like a shit ton of monsters that you could fight in this game and like the graphics look beautiful like mm-hmm. graphically it's one of the most mm-hmm. impressive i've seen but what is the red dead one interesting thing about the this exodus thing is it didn't look like it was uh, related to the other Metro games. This looks like it's in a different time, uh, period of time, or it just yeah. looks like, uh, I don't know. It, I, I noticed there was a lot more green in this than, say, Metro Last Light. Yeah. So I'll be interested. I'll, ha- I'll have to see more of this game before I'm like, oh, definite buy. Yeah. You know, the game looks pr- pretty badass, so I might get it, depending. I will probably pick up the old games to see what they're at. Hopefully, um, they go on sale soon. But uh, we got Devil May Cry gameplay. Some 
Oh, awesome. I'm so excited. Awesome gameplay. I've been playing the I've been playing the series, you know, to become a proper fan. And uh um I can tell you this I'll talk more a little about the series well as we go on, but the gameplay I did see, it looks like old school Devil May Cry. Just straight up. Devil May Cry one and three gameplay, but just much better and faster paced, smoother. Mm-hmm. I can it looks I can nice. uh, what I wanted but the one thing I want to know about the game is I want to see virtual gameplay. People have already like basically done enough research and confirmed that he is in the game. So I was like, I want gameplay, damn it. He's my boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm probably gonna pick this game up because it looks it looks really good. Um, it looks smooth. That combat looks fluid. I saw that gameplay and it was just, you know, I was like, holy crap, this is this is awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, like. I, want to pick I don't know up. if you saw that. I think I retweeted. Like, over. Have you ever played Super Mario mm-hmm. 64? Yeah. You know the one part where you swing Bowser around and around? Mm-hmm. There's a somewhat uh, edited of, of uh, that sound. Uh, basically, when Nero yeah. was swinging that big old tail monster. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I, that was pretty hilarious. But uh, I That's think... That's I didn't play a whole lot of four, but I know one of Nero's main mechanics in that game was his Devil Breaker arm, and you know yeah. he loses it in this game. People say Virgil cuts it off, and he wants it because it'll help him get more power. And so mm-hmm. that woman, he helps give him the metal arm. So that metal arm will be, you know, a big uh, part of the gameplay, and maybe you know it'll have like a little skill tree because in like one yeah. and three. Um, you could, you know, buy uh, skills for certain items you had and then made your having that item, you know, better. Yeah. That sounds dope. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we want to tell the listeners why you like Devil May Cry so much? Because <laughs> Virgil's badass. <laughs> I don't need any more reason than that. No, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. But it, um, like I said, I haven't played two. I didn't play much of four. Mm-hmm. But people said two is. You don't really need to play it, so I don't know. Yeah. But I played one and three, and uh, you know, there's certain things in both of those games that the that they did better than the other. Like Devil May Cry one. Yeah. I liked uh, the Devil Trigger a lot more in that game because it it didn't just you know make you move faster and and just make you do more damage. Depending on which weapon you had equipped, would enhance you know. The weapon's capability or what moves you had available. So, like, let's say there's a weapon in Devil May Cry 1 called Alistair. If you had that equipped and uh, activated Devil Trigger, you could buy this power-up where you could fly around and shoot lightning bolts. And that was cool. Um, and then, if you had, like, this, uh, I forgot the name of it, but it's like these flaming, like, fists and feet. Yeah. If you activated Devil Trigger, you got, you could do more moves with that. And so... That's what I liked about uh, Devil May Cry 1. Uh, the story was kind of... Yeah, I don't know the story was so a much. Bit, was a, it, there, I, th- I think I can send you a video basically telling you the whole story. Uh, it's not that complicated. but uh, yeah, That's good. Yeah, I'm going to have to definitely this, check out a uh, story summary before I pick up this game because I'm not going to go back and play like all of them like that. Mm-hmm. That's too much. I'll do that for Metro, but for Devil May Cry, I, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I already do know how the combat is. I did play um, number four. I, I didn't beat yeah. the game, but I played it. But yeah. um, and um, uh, but three, uh, three, the combat was much smoother. The uh, uh there's a, there's a lot more variety of weapons because mm-hmm. Devil May Cry one, like there were there were more guns. But not yeah. as many, you know, uh, other items. And, you know, you can basically play, uh, in Devil May Cry 3, there's this thing called the style. Uh, or you could pick your own style. So, like, let's say, oh, I, like, I really like using, like, swords and stuff. You could pick that style and add up skill points in that tree to help, you know, get you, get you more moves for your sword-based items. Or like let's say oh like oh I just love you I just love shooting guns you could pick the gunslinger style you yeah. get access to more more gun related moves and then I think there there was uh, the trickster and there was one more one more base one that you get that I can't remember trickster 
I don't know, but basically you, you got more options to play how you wanted to play. Me, I just played uh, the sword style because, you know, I felt like I did better and then I could have more sword moves. But uh, Yeah, the combos look better to you, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know, they were much more fun to do. Like, when mm-hmm. I first started playing Devil May Cry 3, I was not very good at it. I died a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that game, those games are pretty hard. They're, like, easy to play but hard to master in a way because, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hack and slash. Like, you do all these fancy stuff, but, like, it's actually more deeper than that, to be honest, because some of those enemies are pretty hard. If you don't, like, chain your combos correctly, yes. they'll, they'll, they'll fuck you up. Yeah, it's not, it's not just a one-button button masher. Definitely not. There's a lot, there's a depth to it. There's a skill tree to it. You have to learn from it, which I see why so many Devil May Cry fans love the game. Um, So, actually, it comes out March 8th. Next of next year, so Derek, was that a day one buy for you, dude? It's a day one buy, easy. All right, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, the but next I thought, game, mm-hmm, what's up? I, th- I thought someone someone said the game comes out August next year. August next year, really? Hmm. I don't know. It, it, it comes August, out one of those two months. <laughs> all I know is I'm gonna get it, and I don't care how when it comes out. Yeah, me neither. Mm-hmm. But um. Oh, no. so, let me let me let me tell you one more thing though. A lot of people like between so, Devil May Cry four and this one, there yeah. was the 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 reboot, mm-hmm. and up? a lot of hardcore Devil May Cry fans did not like that game because of the basically it almost kind of mocked the original series. Oh gosh! Uh-huh. And then the dialogue was just like cringy. It was just ra- raunchy, and it's just like this game is trying too hard. Mm-hmm. From a gameplay perspective, uh, people liked it, but. You know, as we've mentioned earlier, gameplay alone does not make a great game. Yeah, you need more than mm-hmm. that. And the characters were just like, "These are this is not Dante and Virgil," you know. And so oh. <laughs> when, when they announced Devil May Cry Five, the hardcore Devil May Cry fans were just you're so excited, and I can't blame them because I watched all the cutscenes for the Devil May Cry reboot. I was yeah. like, "This is dubbed." <laughs> <laughs> Dante Dante lost all of his charisma. The reason why Dante was so likable is because he's badass and we relate to him. And he's like, he has this "I'm not gonna take shit" attitude. And you know, he's uh, what, what's he looks the like a badass. He looks mm-hmm. like a badass. So what I'm looking for, he's he's got that swagger to him. You know, mm-hmm. the, the Dante in the reboot, he was just the fucking loudmouth brat. And, so, oh, bad. But, but uh, I'm excited for it. I'm gonna get day one. True. So the next game here um, will be the final game to talk about in GamesCon because every other game was like, eh. This one right here, though, I'm excited because this is how you do a remake. Like everyone else that does remakes, don't know how to fucking do a remake. Like, this mm-hmm. one right like, here is like a new. Like, I don't know. Like Skyrim remastered. It's the basic. That was not normal. <laughs> Pretty much, it was just like, oh, uh, the leaves are greener. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! There's gosh. more branches on the trees. I was like, okay. Look at that, the fish move. <laughs> but um, this one right here, Resident Evil Two. God damn! Mm-hmm. Good <laughs> job, Capcom. Like you, you, you guys did a good job on this one. I was watching this gameplay for the first time in E3, and they showed more of it. I'm like. Yo, I need this game now because this game looks amazing. Um, I played um, Resident Evil 4, and I like Leon Kennedy mm-hmm. because of Resident Evil 4. And I would love to go all the way back to 2 to see his story unfold, yeah. you know? like it, Basically, uh, the the, his, the beginning of him in the Resident Evil franchise. Basically, his first day as a... As a ra- ra- Raccoon City police officer, goes to shit. But um, the game looks the gameplay looks just fun. Like I like it. I know the old ones with like tank controls over the head, which mm-hmm. is cool. No, I I know it's challenging for most people, you know, for those tryhards out there. But I me, mean, I just kind of like I kind of just watched gameplay on YouTube because for me, I don't know, it was just kind of too. It was too clunky for me. I couldn't really mm-hmm. put myself to yeah, play through the whole thing. Like the those games, they. That kind of control scheme works for a horror-related game, but like, uh, if that design really hasn't aged well, exactly. So I'm happy that they went for like a Resident Evil Four style of gameplay. Like, 
I know you can move while you shoot the gun. I think that's about it. I don't think you move that quickly though. Um, mm. yeah. But uh, the graphics look good. Gameplay looks good. The I don't know, like it's just Capcom, like really just did what they just did. Like holy crap, this is a fucking remake. Like I can't even explain. Like it's just you know other remasters and remakes. They just they don't they look like they look like the same game with just like updated textures and shit. This was like no over the shoulder third person view, shoot zombies, and you know it just looks awesome to me. I'm definitely gonna pick this game day one. It's coming out for Xbox, PS4, and PC on January 25th. Will you be picking up this game, Derek, or not? Uh, I might. I I'm not the biggest Resident Evil fan. I haven't like played them all. You know. Yeah. I just like Resident Evil 4, and this this game looks like you know a more horror focused Resident Evil 4. And a lot of people will say like after Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 2 is the best game in the series. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I I will. I don't know. If, I don't think this will, be, this will be a day one buy for me. Like Devil May Cry, mm-hmm. but I I definitely will uh, pick this game up eventually. I'll play through it, and uh, I'm pretty sure I'll have a fun time playing it. Yeah, I'm gonna pick it up day one, so I'll let you know how it is. Um, you know, they also show Claire Renfield some gameplay of her. Claire. She's like finding this big monster mm-hmm. this big zombie monster and like dude that shit looks hard like she kept shooting them and then like that dude wasn't like going down that easy I'm like alright so this game will be challenging too I don't think they're going easy on this which is good you know I, I like a challenging game you know when when it comes to horror you want to feel challenged you know yeah you... that's part of the what makes a horror game good it's like mm-hmm. in other games you know you just uh you rack up, you know, like, or just a bunch of power-ups, or you fill up a skill tree, and, like, the enemies aren't terrifying anymore, because you just kill them all in one hit. Exactly. And this one right here, it, it looks like you you need that precise shot to kill the mm-hmm. zombies. And I like that. So, this is a definitely a day one pickup. Um, I will probably talk about it when the game comes out. So, speaking of more zombies, <laughs> The Walking Dead final season of Telltale Games. It's finally out. Episode 1 came out last week, I think. I played through it. Derek's played through it. We've been on this journey since season 1. Mm-hmm. We both love the character Clementine. We've been through an emotional ride with this character. What did you think of the first episode, Derek? I thought it was good. Uh, definitely, I don't know if we should talk about spoilers or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, let's talk about spoilers. Okay, yeah. The game, if you haven't played it, you should definitely play it. And if you're if you've been here since the beginning, you probably have played it as well. But uh, I don't know. Like at first, you know, people were speculating. Like I don't know if you've noticed if you noticed this overall, but what's up? The uh, what is it? The the cover art for the final season is Clementine with AJ, and that's kind of almost yeah. a rework of the first season with Lee and Clementine. Oh yes, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that was pretty cool. But some people are speculating that AJ is going to be the main, you know, antagonist because, you know, he shot the kid at the at the end of the first and, episode. And, you know, people are saying, you know, he might be unstable and Clementine has, might have to choose between, like, her life or AJ's or, you know, um, AJ's life or people in the group's life. And it's so weird, too, because... At the in these episodes, you never know who's gonna be, you know, the 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 good guy at the end or the bad guy at the end. Cause like, I can't remember the characters off the top of my head, but there are some yeah. characters was like, oh, I I like this character at the beginning, and then like I don't like this character. But by the end, I had switched. I was like, I like her, and I don't like don't like her. And uh, you know, I will say this: I didn't like the kid with the stupid haircut <laughs> from the beginning. Uh, so what, I was like, man, what the, who the hell is this guy? Oh, the uh, kind the of leader. leader. Yeah, like leader mm-hmm. kid. Man, I forgot his name. Some of these characters, I I won't I I won't lie. I don't know their names. You know, it's only episode <laughs> one. I will probably go back and you know try to remember their names. But you know, it's and the, the characters are alright. I think I like the um, I don't know. The characters are alright so far. They they haven't really like caught my like. Oh, I care about them mm-hmm. yet. I yeah. just really. The only person I really give a shit about is probably Clementine. Like, if anything happens to Clementine, 
Yeah. At all. I will if there's an option to kill that other character, I will do it just for Clementine. Like, oh hell no, you did this to my Clementine, you're dead. Mm-hmm. As soon as they give you the option, you're dead. <laughs> oh my gosh. But uh no, I I won't lie, at the end where he where AJ shot the shot shot the leader, that shit that shit was unexpected. I won't lie. I didn't see it coming, man, because I was like I I wasn't on guard, I was like kind of relaxing and playing the game. Mm-hmm. And then like I just heard a long gunshot and he went the bullet went through his fucking head. I'm like, what the fuck? And mm-hmm. he was like, hey, you told me to aim for the head. I'm like, this kid. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> you told me to aim for the head. But, yeah. like, it was pretty brutal. Like, that dude smacked that one chick because... Yeah, guess, that was like... Yeah, I guess because... the reason why they shot this character because because um, this character has been, like, giving away children to a group of uh, smugglers to protect himself and other children. But he didn't really protect all the children. He was more like selfish and was protecting himself, you know. He didn't want to die. Yeah. He, he was, wasn't a real leader. And he was uh he was basically compromising. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and it's just it was just so wrong. Like she told the truth that oh he's the one that gave away the two sisters of this mm-hmm. kid. From the group and everyone found out and everyone was like shocked like how could you do this like why did you lie to us and it things have escalated very quickly toward the end and damn mm-hmm. i like this about telltale games when they when, when people start getting down and like people start beating the shit out of each other they, they don't hold back on the violence i like that yeah and like very when well. i went down there i was just like I was kind of piecing it together, and then when he smacked the the one girl and basically killed her, all mm-hmm. and then he and then he locked us it locked Clementine in, and I'm like, you son of a bitch! I know, right? Like what Man. a scumbag! And then he exactly. And then, and then when we got out, he was just like, oh, he killed her. I'm just like, I was, oh I, you know, gosh. that's why I didn't shed any tears when he died. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm like, this dude's such a bitch. Like, dude, don't even <laughs> put the blame on us. Quit trying to shift that shit. Like, nah, this dude. What a he's a pussy. He's a coward. I'm happy he's dead. But you know, who took? Who did you choose to take your side? Did you choose the kid with the dreadlocks, or did you choose the white girl? I chose the white girl because earlier in that uh-huh. episode, I went with them to go fishing. Yeah, yeah. And- I, you know what's fuck? I, I I played so aggressively in this episode, Eric. She was telling me about her problems. I'm like, uh, it's not my problem. You have to deal with it on your own. <laughs> and then, and then with the kid with the dreads, I know he likes Clementine. I'm like, try to shoot your thought on my daughter. <laughs> or people don't don't know, I claim Clementine to be my daughter because I like that character so much. And I'm just, I kind of blew him off too. So like, as I was playing this game, and she gave me those two people to have my back, and I'm like. God dang it! I was I was kind of mean to both of them. I don't think that's gonna have my back. So I chose the kid with the dreadlocks because he kind of liked Clementine. I'm like, yo, tell him, blah blah blah. And at first he was like, I don't know, like I'm not, I don't think I should be a part of it. But after a couple of choices later, he was like convinced by me, and he tried to talk to the leader. Was like, yo, I think we're taking this too far. Let's put the gun down. Let's talk about it let's compromise about the situation and then you know eventually it led to me giving like three options let him run away keep him as a prisoner or kill him and i was gonna keep him as a prisoner because I, I i was like nah it's too risky to let him out and i don't know where fucking aj just shoots him in the fucking head i'm just like well oh, yep. what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> so i don't think your choice really man i think he's gonna die regardless but uh what did you tell aj did you tell him to aim for the head or what did you tell him i told him to aim for the head Oh gosh, we both said the same thing. I didn't. But, I didn't. Uh, I didn't find all the collectibles in this uh, episode. I I missed two, and they yeah. were and they were flower pots. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I got them all. Um, yeah, I'll have to replay it and then get them all again. But uh, yeah, overall, good episode. I think there's only four episodes this season. Oh, uh, really? I, but I'm okay with that because I noticed this first one. It was actually kind of long. Oh, yes, it was. It really was. It did, it did kind of drag. Normally, like, with the Telltale games, there's, like, five episodes, and the third one is always the longest. Mm-hmm. But I guess this one's going to be different. So, hey, as long as the story is good, I'm I'm, I don't, I'm okay with it. It was only, like, 20, 20 bucks anyway. Yeah. Um, But, you know, after a long Telltale games Walking Dead drought, we finally got our Walking Dead. Yep. And three more episodes to go till it's all over. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. It's an emotional ro- roller coaster with that game, man. 
I definitely can't wait. So next year, Derek want to talk about Star Wars, <laughs> yeah. which will be interesting because, all right, I guess over the past two years, um, three years, we ha- we've had like four Star Wars movies. We had The Force Awakens, Rogue One, The Last Jedi, and Han Solo. Mm-hmm. After The Last Jedi, um, they divided the community. Yeah, the community they, was divided. There was a lot of backlash from the people that watched The Last Jedi saying this was not how... I can honestly see where they were coming from, but... I don't know. Uh, I can see why people were upset, though. Because it's kind of just... I don't know. It it, it didn't feel like Star Wars to them, basically. And there was a lot of yeah. questionable decisions. And, like, in The Last Jedi, that whole casino planet sequence, that didn't need to be in the movie. Yeah, that shit was pointless. Mm-hmm. I agree. I know this topic is probably, like, late, because, you know, The Last Jedi came out last year. Han Solo came out this year, but I feel like we should t- talk about this because I hate to say this, but like, is that the first time that Star Wars fans have been like hating Star Wars? Like, when the prequels came out, everyone didn't like them. Nobody liked them. The only okay one was um, the third episode. Yeah, Revenge mm-hmm. of the Sith. Yeah, if you look at the the prequels, like the first episode, Phantom Menace. You can watch the whole you can watch the whole series and not watch that one and you'll be fine. The second one, Attack of the Clones, um, gave us a cool new character, Django Fett, which if you haven't played Star Wars Bounty Hunter, do so because it's a fun game. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it was just a terrible love story with terrible oh, yeah. love dialogue, mm-hmm. and you know, one of the main reasons people wanted these prequels to see the precursor of Anakin Skywalker turning into Darth Vader. And what yeah. they did, and what they got was, you know, just some whiny little kid, and people were—that's what people were most pissed about. Exactly, and you know, I, I hate to say this, like, I get people have their like rights with the Last Jedi, and the, I know the Force Awakens got like some hate, not too mm-hmm. much hate though, because people a lot majority of the people love the Force Awakens because yeah, I thought it was a good movie because it it kind of people were like, oh, it's too much like a New Hope, and I was like. People say things, oh, it's too much like this, like it's a bad thing. Like, one thing I always point to is, you remember the game uh, Star Fox Adventures? Yeah. Okay, people were like, oh, it's just a Legend of Zelda clone, but it's Star Fox. I was like, and that's a bad thing, why? Exactly. (laughs) You know, so, so, I gotta say, it's it's 2018, a lot of video games, movies, it's hard to be original these days, you know, like, Uh you can't change the source of material too much, or else you'll get hate. And if you stay the same, you get hate. You know, it makes no sense. I thought The Force Awakens, after rewatching The Last Jedi, I kinda I, I kinda like The Force Awakens more now. Just because mm-hmm. I think it's more of a fun space adventure movie. Yeah. Um The Last Jedi for me, I liked it. But there were some things that happened in the movie I didn't approve. Like the casino scene is definitely a big one. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like it's such a horrible movie, like everyone's claiming it to be because the prequels were bad, and yeah, like, the reason why that the pre- people don't see the prequels being such just as like bad is because there wasn't any social media back then. Mm-hmm. Social and media right now is like it's easy to like spread hate. It is super easy. Like mm-hmm. people, people say one thing and then all of a sudden it just blows up, and then people fall exactly. Like a sheep. So don't be don't be a sheep. Think for yourself. Exactly. If you, if you love the Last Jedi, you love the Last Jedi. You hate the last Jedi. You hate the last Jedi. But don't mm-hmm. follow. Don't be a sheep. Exactly. And also, if you hate the last Jedi, like it's understandable. You know, you could hate it all you want, but don't like harass like the actors or like anyone else who worked on the movie because they they got paid. You know, like mm-hmm. they had a job to do and they did it. It's not their fault that the movie was not the way you wanted it. Because the the girl who played Rose, she actually had to like disable her comic section on her Instagram because so many people harassed her about mm-hmm. that I yeah. didn't want to deal with yeah. it. And, and, and I guess she... Mm-hmm. And overall, at the, at the end of the day, it's just a movie. Relax. Exactly. No, <laughs> no one got hurt. No one got killed. No one's life was in danger. It's just a movie. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when it comes to movies, 
I just I just want to be entertained. Like the movie could make like zero sense, you know, have like the worst special effects, but if I'm having a good time, I'm like, I'm this is better than you know, doing something else. Uh, like uh, I recently saw the Meg, and you know, it wasn't like yeah. it wasn't like a oh a five star movie, but I had a fun time with it. And quite frankly, that's all I need when I go to the movies. True, but uh, you know, another thing with Star Wars these days is. I don't think I saw this comment. Probably I know who made it too. Um, Jeremy Johns. I love watching his videos. Mm-hmm. If you don't watch, uh, if you want to watch a good movie reviewer, watch Jeremy Johns. He made this yes. comment. Yes. He said that uh, right now in Star mm-hmm. Wars, I don't. He doesn't think that us fans are too used to um, us. It, we're not used to having Disney pump so much content for Star Wars because like every year there's been like Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. You know. He said, like, it, it would always be, like, a three-year gap, so it would leave us with anticipation. It would leave us with talking about the movie, like, and then the trailers come. You speculate with your friends, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, fun. But what Disney is doing, they're just, they're trying to make it, like, you know, it, 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 make it, it makes it feel less special for some people, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, because uh, Han Solo, I hate to say it, I hate to say this, but uh, no one asked for the movie. Like, no one, like, I don't remember anyone asking, like, man, we really need to see Hansel's backstory. And if for nothing else, this movie kind of, I didn't see the movie overall, so I can't say, but it kind of maybe ruins kind of the mystery behind his character. Like, oh, how did he get like this? You know? Yeah. Sometimes it's better almost not to know what what happened in the character's past. So Mm -hmm. it kind of leaves it up to your own imagination. Exactly. I mean, if you if you are a fan of Han Solo, um, watch the movie. I've I don't know, I waited to watch this movie. I waited like almost two weeks, and I watched. What made me want to watch it was because I started watching a lot of spoilers for it, and I'm just like, you know what, my expectations are in check. I'm just gonna watch the movie for what it is. Surprisingly, I had a good time. It wasn't such a bad movie that everyone claimed it to be. If I really look at this movie, I kind of enjoyed it more than Deadpool 2. And it came out the same, same month as Deadpool 2. I'm probably going to get some flight for that, but it's okay. It's just my opinion. I was more entertained by the Han Solo movie. And it was like a fun space adventure movie, you know? Like, if you could make... If they could make more Han Solo and Chewbacca adventures... Mm-hmm. I would, I would yeah, are, aren't they going to make it into a trilogy? I don't think so. I uh, actually, I think the director said no, but I'm not sure because at the end of the movie, there mm-hmm. they left out with the cliffhanger. Like um, the girl, uh, what the hell? What, what the hell was her name? It started with the Q, I think. Fuck. Uh, see, this what happens when you introduce new characters. You just forget mm-hmm. about them. <laughs> but uh, she she took off with like the spaceship to meet uh, Darth Maul because she was part of the Darth Maul like gang or yeah. some shit. I don't know. Like, I know Darth Maul runs some, like, gang. That's what I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. But, um, there's, like, a bunch of reviews which was, like, oh, kind of shocking if you are a Star Wars fan. But, um, it was an okay movie. I liked it. It was better than the prequels. I say that yeah. much, dude. Yeah. It, I, and people were, like, people were, like, all the prequels are better. It's, like, go rewatch no, the prequels. And, and, uh, like keep your don't let nostalgia blind you because uh, like I enjoy the prequels too but they're these newer Star Wars movies they're much more uh, higher production value you know better story stupid, <laughs> yeah not much stupid dialogue but um yeah oh one thing I do like about though is uh the without uh Disney you know basically making more Star Wars movies we wouldn't have you know more Star Wars moments, like moments that you just remember, like uh, we talk about like Dragon Ball Z and like some memorable moments like uh, Goku going Super Saiyan for the first time. Oh, yeah. You know, Gohan killing Cell with the Kamehameha, you know, Vegeta's final flash. Those are moments that kind of stick with you. Like these Star Wars movies, they have those moments like the. uh, Oh, yeah, exactly. I couldn't even talk with my head when uh, I know I know I pissed some people off when the uh, animal. Like, she used speed light. Oh, what the fuck was it? What's it called? <laughs> when she used, like, light speed. There you go. That's a speed light. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> when she used light speed as a fucking weapon, I have never seen that in any space. Yeah, yeah that was that was that, just... That was sick. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> I watched that movie on IMAX and the sound system it was... around it mm-hmm. and it made that boom noise. It was pretty freaking badass. Like, mm-hmm. I know the... And the reason why I pissed people off there was because uh, I guess like people were like, oh, she could have done that sooner. She waited too long. And I'm like, yeah, I agree with that, but it was still pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like another another memorable Star Wars movie moment to come out of this the uh, Disney Star Wars is uh, that Darth Vader hallway scene in Rogue One. Oh yes, like yes. Rogue One. Well, all, like I think it's a pretty good movie. I think I love it. Yeah, I love but, that. But uh, that that movie will be remembered for that one scene because oh, yeah. I don't know if you saw Jeremy Dunn's spoiler of it. He basically you said saw. like Darth Vader in the uh, in the original trilogy. You know, he was mm-hmm. just trying to be you know get his son to join him. And then in the prequels, you know, he was still Anakin Skywalker. You know, you never yeah. got to see like the true villainous Darth Vader, and that was the um, that movie gave a gave them an a opportunity good. to show that. Exactly, dude. I love that scene because when because it was all dark, and you see the rebels turning around like all scared, mm-hmm. and then you just hear that Darth Vader breathe, and he just lights up his lightsaber, and you're like, and- you're all dead. <laughs> He's like, you're just, you know, you're fucked. And you see all the blasters going off. He's like reflecting it all. He's like mm-hmm. force choking somebody, slicing someone. Like, he's like, sends someone to the ceiling. He sliced them in half. He like, well, he was just going, he was just shredding through a wall. And for once, he saw like fear in the rebels. You know, like, like he saw legit like, fear. Like, there is no hope for us. Exactly, like, like, it was so here, awesome. Like help us to take this because we're not getting out of here. Oh yeah, it was basically like that part where he was. Yeah, he was like, "Get this open, get this open." He was like, "Nah, fuck it, I'm dead. Just take this, take <laughs> it." And he just stabbed him through the back. <laughs> and I can see the rebels just running. He mm-hmm. he went in the shuttle. He was like, "Go!" And he just did all the skate parts going, zoom, 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 zoom. Mm-hmm. And if people don't know. Um, that movie is actually the way that ended is actually like. They did that couple... like almost like the last minute. They added that scene at the last minute. Exactly. Also, if you could honestly watch The Last Hope after watching that movie, because I know it's no, directly. The first, a New Hope, not The Last The New Hope. The Hope. My bad. The New Hope. You could watch The New Hope after watching Rogue One. Like, because it's so well connected, you know? Because I know um, there, before Rogue One, there was like this plot hole for Star Wars. Yeah. Um, like, why would the. Yeah, why would the Empire design basically a super giant space weapon and then leave like a place where you could shoot um, a missile or a torpedo in there and to blow the whole station? Now it was exactly. done intentionally, and that adds to the lore, and that's so exactly amazing. it. Really is. So if you're a Star Wars fan and you haven't watched Rogue One, and if you hate that stupid plot hole in the New Hope, watch this movie. It'll fix it for you. <laughs> it was actually done intentionally. You know, also, don't get attached to any of the characters, please. Just don't. Do, just mm-hmm. do yourself a favor. Don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, another good one was Kylo Ren versus Lakens. That was a pretty badass moment. Mm-hmm. I, that's you another know, thing, like too. Like, lightsaber uh, fight. And the lightsaber fight in Force Awakens. It, it, felt, it felt more raw and gritty. Like, all the, the lightsaber fights and the... I still think the best light, the two best lightsaber fights are both Luke and the Luke and Vader fights in Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi because they're so. It's not just like two people uh-huh. that hate each other. It's a like a father and son battle, you know, like exactly. There's like some conflict in there. It, it shows like character development for Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like personal, you know. It's always yeah. nice to see like a personal like fight or something. Yes. I don't know if it's bad to say, but like it's awesome to see in movies and mm-hmm. shows and anime. Yeah. Um, but the uh, but uh, yeah, the, in the prequels, it's like it was all choreographed. Like the dark, like they're cool and all, but there's no real like emotion to it. But like the exactly. the lightsaber fight in Force Awakens, that just felt like gritty. Like you could when yeah. I I saw it in theaters twice. Whenever you heard the lightsabers clash, you could feel like the, the boom, like <laughs> Yeah, no, right? It was pretty badass. That was a good one. Another good, you know, people like to hate on Disney Star Wars, but they have gave us plenty of moments, you know, like the space battles in it are really... Yeah, space battles in Rogue One, or the, it's, it's the best space battle. It's the, exactly. It's the best Pans- space battle. Mm-hmm, definitely. And then, which call it? The Last Jedi, I know that Kylo... Ren and 
racing where they both team up. If I was red guards, that was a badass moment. I don't care what anyone say. I know it wasn't like a lightsaber fight, but it was still badass. Like seeing those mm-hmm. two team up and like wreck, wreck, wreck them. It was it was awesome. Like that was a cool mm-hmm. moment. And another good one will probably be uh, hmm. That's all I can think of it for, yeah, for the time too. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I feel like Star Wars, Disney Star Wars, isn't as bad as everyone tries to make it seem to be. Honestly, and like I said earlier, at the end of the day, these are just movies. Exactly. I feel like I don't know. After watching the Last Jedi, I didn't see the hate right away like you did, Derek. Like, I saw mm-hmm. the hate after you, you told me everything about it, so I enjoyed the movie <laughs> for what it was before I saw all the hate. Um, yeah. I, they're just, they're not bad movies. They're, they're good mm. movies, but they're not well, bad movies. I've seen a bad movie. Watch Avatar The Last Airbender. That shit was a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then for me, a bad movie or a movie, like I said, the two worst things a movie can do is bore me or annoy me. And uh, The Hunger Games, uh, the very last movie they made, that movie, I almost fell asleep in. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, definitely. For me, a movie has to keep me entertained. Um, if it makes me fall asleep, oh, I won't watch it. Fuck that. Mm. I'll be like, I'm done. But uh, you know, and another another comment I saw about the about Star Wars getting this hate is that oh, George Lucas should have should should give should have the rights to Star Wars again. But you are the reason why George Lucas sold the rights to Disney because George Lucas got so much hate for the prequels. He straight up said. I don't want to make any more Star Wars movies if mm-hmm. people are going to talk bad about me. You know, and, like, and, and plus, at the end of the day, George Lucas still made the original trilogy. Exactly. So, and other that, he doesn't have like the he's old now. He doesn't have like that creative mind as he did back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus, when you're older, you don't have as much energy. You can't do as can't do as much. Like I saw overall like a documentary on making the first uh, Star Wars movie. Yeah, he actually had to go see a doctor because his heart. You know, he felt this pain in his chest, and it was his heart because he was stressed so much from trying to get the movie done. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine if he tried to get these Star Wars movies done now? He would basically just—it would be too much for him. Exactly. I'll say this though: I do agree that the Porgs in the Last Jedi were completely useless, and they were—they were dumb. They were—they were for merch. That—that that was a yes. way for Disney to make money off it. A cute little animal, but uh, that's just the way it is, you know. Space battles, merch. That's what Star Wars is. Like, and there's something else. But space adventures, there you go. Space adventures, merch, and <sighs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um I don't know, Derek, what is your favorite Disney Star Wars movie? Out of all of them that came out. Rogue One. Rogue One? True. I want has had the best action. It's had the best for it's added to the lore the most in mm-hmm. my opinion because of that Death Star thing. Yeah. Um, you know, it was actually basically you felt the war element of Star Wars. You know? Oh yeah, definitely. I would say um, I say the Force Awakens is mine because it, it brought back a lot of nostalgia. You know, it was a good movie. Yeah. It was all around mm-hmm. as a good movie. Uh, the second one I will say Rogue One, third Han Solo, the Last Jedi, fourth. Mm-hmm. I know I put Han Solo over the Last Jedi, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, but uh, I can't, I can't, I can't wait for that Boba Fett movie. Oh yeah, Boba definitely. Fett's... They also said Obi Wan Kenobi supposedly. Yeah. I'm not sure though, but uh, if they do make an Obi Wan movie, they better get Ewan McGregor to make it to be mm-hmm. Obi Wan because I think it's right. You know, I can't see yeah. another Obi Wan. Yeah, he it... he was the best part of the prequels. He did Obi Wan justice. Exactly, honestly, the best actor in the prequels too. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but man, so uh, uh, I do want to. Any ask closing you. thoughts overall? No, nah, I do want to ask you one thing though. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite Star Wars movie? That's a tough one. Uh, I do. I could watch them all, and I do enjoy watching them all. If I had to pick one. Scene. For I'll me you, personally, I would say Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi, true. For me, it's uh, Empire Strikes Back. I think, but I think that's the majority of Star Wars fans' yeah. favorite. 
But for me, I don't yeah. know. I just love Empire Strikes Back. That's just a good movie all, all around. But uh, it's not just a good Star Wars movie. It's like a good film. Yes, it really is. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I should rewatch that. I should, I should, I should rewatch that movie just for the book of it now. Mm-hmm. Just because I mentioned it. But um, no, it's a really good movie. But uh, that's the end of my notes, Derek. Do you have anything you want to add, or to anything you want to talk about, or nah? Uh, no, I think that's, that was, uh, I pretty much got everything that I wanted to say. Same here. So, well, we're going to call this off now. So this is the Kage Summit episode two should be published later today. Um, should be available on all other platforms in a few days. And, you know, we had fun doing this. So our next episode, we'll see if it releases next week or two weeks from now. Um, this week there was just like a lot of news, thankfully. But uh, mm-hmm. I definitely would prefer quality over quantity right now because if I feel like if I don't know, I don't want to release too much mm-hmm. at the moment. Yeah, if we if we release like a new episode like every like two or three days, you know, it won't be good. But I think one a week for now, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, this is episode two of the Kage Summit. I'll catch y'all later. Peace. Peace.